I'm back. So this is more about nothing each day. I feel I wake up with the same exact shit. Like I wake up with the same exact symptoms, feelings, all that. There we go. There we go. Found a sweet spot. So uh, after podcasting yesterday, uh, I was speaking with mail and with speaking with mail. I told her the same exact shit that I podcast about. About the management. Why would you be in a situation and you don't want better? And if you have kids, it's your it's your obligation to show them the growth. If you could just tell your kids like, yo, I work at Ford and I've been on the line 30 years. You're, you're showing them just to be on the line for 30 years. Uh, I don't have kids the way I set my shit up. Uh, I'm in management. And unbeknownst to me, I've been in management forever. Because it seemed like every time I got a job, I was always super close with a supervisor. And then they would do shit that they sh- they wasn't supposed to do. Like, uh, in the juvenile, I got close with Brad. Brad would give me his keys that unlock doors. So when you had to get buzzed through doors, I was just popping locks. I used to have the manager's fucking keys. Uh, DBI. I ended up uh, fucking with Guyton and doing shit that I had no business doing. So it's just a lot. Uh, Brandy, my older sister, my uh, actually my brother's girlfriend. But one of the only older sister figures that I had, uh, she made me a supervisor at Dollar. We were just chopping it up one day, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm looking for another gig." Blah blah blah. And she was like, "Oh," she was like, "Well, I need an assistant, but it's in Westland, and it's crazy. I just thought about it. This is my second time working in Westland." And by the time I came back to Westland, it was probably like five years, five, six years. But I left Westland as a, a assistant manager and I returned as a general manager. Show you how life works. I f- totally forget about that. Uh, She put me in a spot to be a assistant when I didn't even know how to be a fucking cashier. Shit crazy. Uh, but this podcast is solely going to be on uh, some shit that I talked about and will uh, continuously talk about. The big thing for me is figuring out uh, when is it that you take your cool off when dealing with the opposite sex like not the person that you created who you figured out was the cool guy or the cool lady or woman when do you go to people as the people the person you was raised as and i know some people like oh i've been cool my whole life yada 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 blah 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 but I'm an individual that uh, 
I much rather see through the cool shit. Like, tell me who the fuck you really is. Tell me the true you. Not the one that you went in the lab and you created and you got a couple name brands and was like, yo, this is who I am. Because before the Jordans, before all the nice clothes, the Gucci, the Cardis, before all that shit, I was a, I had to be a talkative motherfucker. Like, I, I had to to pierce people's souls. I, I had to show that I was a great person. And I still do that. I still show like, no, I'm a, I'm a pretty G ass person. Like I still show that I still have my times and moments of, of who I am. And I explain to people like, I'm a funny, I'm a funny nigga. Like I'm a crack some jokes. I'm a, I'm a see what makes you tick. And I'm going to attempt to assist and put people in places to where they could be better. My dad, get that shit in me so i just i just really wonder why do people go away from how they were raised because it wasn't about your clothes it wasn't about how much money you had it was just about you it was about you like when you was a kid you couldn't tell nobody i had cheese because at five and six niggas didn't care about cheese like you could have a nice toy but even if you was if you had all the cool toys and you was a dick, niggas still didn't want to fuck with you. Or niggas beat you up and took your shit. So the game was different. And with the game being so different, when you go out in the world, grow this person in a lab who you think is the perfect specimen and come out, I feel like people lose that factor. Like, I want that back. I want that back. Not for me, because I I know who the fuck I am in my skin and I'm I'm confident, I'm comfortable. I fucks with me. But I just be concerned about y'all. Cause y'all niggas don't know y'all. And it's like you grasp what you think is acceptable. And the and the perfect shit is like I I do it too from time to time. But I do it in different avenues. Like, I I wanted to force a pair of fucking uh, shoes. And I was like, I'm going to get these bitches. They so hard. And I seen everybody. Man, you know, I've been going back and forth for the last two, three years on a pair of Alexander McQueen's. And I'm still like. And it's the same with Gucci and all that other shit. I wanted a pair of Pradas. But the Pradas ass. And I'm like. Because I know I'm not going to be happy. And I'm spending money. And I'm going outside myself. And. And sometimes I'm, I'm a reader. Like I read people. Like I figure out what make people tick. And then sometimes I go to that shit to see. Like deeper. Like. Uh, I was speaking to. Uh, today, yesterday, that's crazy. Uh, but when me speaking to her, excuse me, uh, we was just going back and forth about how we are, and she was like, "I swear," and she's been knowing me off and on twelve years, and she was like, "I swear, you had to be on a debate team. You would debate some shit," and I was like, mm. 
No. But you're a last worder. Like you have to one thing that she's epic at, she's gonna say, Hey, you know what? This how I feel about this subject and I don't wanna talk about it no more. And and I'm like, Don't don't do that whole shit. Cause if we not gonna talk about it, let's just agree not to talk about it. Don't fully express how you feel about the shit and then tell me to shut the fuck up. Cause I'm gonna be like, mm, that's not fair. That's not fair. And she told me she was like I'm usually I don't debate with people, but you come off a certain type of way that makes me want to debate with you. And I said, mm, I can understand that. I do have that. I I can make you feel passionate about some shit you don't feel passionate about. And I, I totally understand that. But fuck you. I got to get my shit off. I wish more people had that trait of being be who make you happy. I I feel like people are so super depressed and so super not ready for things that's going on and and i don't think they take that into a a big consideration i don't think they do like the earth isn't all mine i have to share so since you so since it's some shit where it's like you have to share, like truly share, share shit, be cool. You don't always have to be the tough nigga. You don't always have to be the quiet nigga. You don't always got to be the loud nigga. You can just feel the vibrations and feel the energy in the room and then just let it flow. Too many times people, uh, y'all fuck shit up, man. Like, y'all need liquor and weed to be cool. I don't. I know how to create uh, cool shit, man, and just live like that. And uh, music. I, I think music is one of the best vibes that can, can be created or partially contained. I think that's some of the best shit. Like, it speaks to my soul. I listen to music every day. If I could listen to music from the time I was born to the time I died, and I'm talking about I had control over the music I can listen to, uh, I'll be I'll be 4,500% better as a person. It just does something to me. I don't know what it is. It just does. But, uh, yeah. I'm I'm totally understanding to a lot of shit. And uh with me having a conversation with Mayo, having a conversation with today, having a conversation with Chris yesterday. I didn't touch on the one with Chris. I'm gonna uh go back to the the one I had with Mayo. And uh I was just challenging her, but in a healthy way. Like, well, why wouldn't you? And she was like, oh, I don't want to do management. You know how niggas be in management. They be having to put up with so much shit, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, but my supervisors love me. And then people I came in with are supervisors now. It just seemed like it's so much work. And I was like, but the pay. And why wouldn't you build a resume now when you can jump up? And then I gave her my backstory of how I jumped up and did my shit. And I'm telling y'all, I'm about to stop telling this shit because I feel like I'm oversaturating the world with it. So I uh, I just went and we kicked it just about that. And then she had a pair of big scissors, as she says. 
And then she went in the garden and then we didn't talk no more. But today, uh, today is the person who says she feel like she should be able to express herself. And every time she feels discomfort, I told her she was selfish. And she told me, no, that's just the way uh, I want to be with somebody. And I was like, if you get to tell a motherfucker every time that you feel a certain type of way, use a selfish individual. And I met another motherfucker that said the same shit. Shouts out to Dominique. I haven't talked to her in a minute. I kind of gave Dominique the little bit of ass she got. I kind of handed it to her. So, even with that being said, uh, it's just different. It is a different vibe. It's just a different understanding. But uh, me and Crystal had a talk. I know several Crystals, but this is this is my baby Crystal. So we ended up having a talk. And uh, Crystal was like, you're mean. And I explained to Crystal, like, the way you go about saying I'm mean is to me. Like you're going to, uh, you're basically cheating the game because I'm only, it's like you have a canvas. Like when you illustrate shit to other people, it's like you have a canvas and you're painting it, but you're painting it the way you want it to be, not the way it truly is. And I ran into that situation with AJ too, but me and Crystal talked. And I was explaining to her, I was like, you will make it seem like I'm an evil, terrible person because you say you're mean. And you say, I tell people you're mean. And I say you're an asshole, but you negate the good traits because you're building a case. And it isn't fair. And I even explained to her, I was like, I used to call you crazy. And the reason I used to call you crazy, not because you did... Like you acted out in anger or you did shit that didn't make sense or you did something to me. Like you came over and flattened tires or or did shit that directly affected me. I called her crazy solely off her because she would stand up to me with the strength of fucking Goliath with just little shit and be like, no, that's not it. And the way she would open up and talk to me and she challenged me too. Just with certain things in life. But with her day-to-day work and her job and her friendship, she will allow people to put her in positions where she would be taken advantage of and she would continuously do it. And then that's why I was like, oh, you crazy. Because niggas wouldn't play with me like that. Like niggas wouldn't play with me like that. Because my demeanor is, my biggest thing is don't play me like I'm a sucker. Because once you start playing me like a sucker, I got to start playing you like the hoe you is. Because I'd be damned if I'm playing like a hoe. Like, I don't care who you are. I lose interest with everything once you start playing me like I'm a sucker. And it was just shit that was like, she would let her job tell her, oh, you got these vacation days? Oh, no, you ain't about to use them bitches. No, you straight blood. We'll see you at work. And she'd be like, what am I going to do? I'm like, take your vacation days. And she like, but they're firing people. And I'm like, yeah, but other jobs is hiring people. So 
she would just kind of like conform. And I was like, this ain't the killer I know. So we talked about it and her friends would take advantage of her. It'd just be certain shit. She wouldn't get the proper rest. And I was like, I had to reevaluate how you are. Because when you tell me shit, I have to listen with an ear that's like damn near open. And she was like, wow. I was like, because I care. And with me caring for you, I don't like it how people play with the shit I care about. So we kicked it about that. And I was like, I had to stop calling you crazy off that shit. Because it's just how you are. It's just the quirky nicks. I can't even say the fucking word. Yeah, so that was a different uh, discussion. And then it got me thinking, like, I wanted to podcast about two things. Like, why people aren't, like, why do they put up these facades to act a certain type of way? And then why do people, like, allow themselves to be taken advantage of? It's, it's still mind-boggling to me. And another topic, they're uh they're trying to get me to go to back to work Thursday. I'm probably uh gonna go Friday. Uh just to figure my shit out. Add a little razzle dazzle to the game. Cause they I think they want me to do Thursday. I don't know. Thursday might be the play. Depending on how I'm feeling, cause I'm not rushing this COVID shit. For real. I can't rush it. And that's something that I had to get get myself together, mind, body, and spirit. And soul. That this isn't anything you could put a timetable on. This isn't some shit that you could be like, yo, this needs to happen now. This is not one of them now moments. It's like you gotta let shit run its course. So with me letting shit run its course, it's like, all right, be a big boy sit your ass down and it's been frustrating i i didn't want to to go all sad i didn't the the first fucking day uh i that i had it i walked in the store i drove somewhere walked in the store all that other shit and then sat back in the car was like oh shit like nigga you was in the world even though i was down the street you was in the world with no mask on like dog what is you doing but mentally, it takes a minute for you to understand shit like, oh, fuck, I can't do this. I've been living life normal. So I felt like shit. I still got my treats and went home. But I felt like shit. I was like, ah, oh, got to do better. But I'm, I apologize. It's just a transparency that I have with doing things like I'm still human. No, I didn't go out on some, oh, yeah, no. I fucking forget. Like, I was, like, in the house, didn't want anything that I had. and was like, man, I'm going to shoot to the store right quick. Like, I'm going to throw some shit on and shoot to the store. Matter of fact, I didn't even think I threw no shit on. I just think I was like, yo. And then, unbeknownst to me, I went to work uh, Thursday. I went up there just to see about a situation. No mask, no nothing, because I didn't know. And then three days later, it's like, oh, so I was already shitty, but it's just certain shit. Uh, I, I miss slapping cheeks too. real shit. <laughs> I miss that. Uh, I miss the freedom of going places. 
I miss the freedom of doing things. Sometimes when you just got to sit in the crib, like famo, you really just got to sit in the crib. I'm I'm afraid to put on air. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm afraid to uh, drink coffee. It's just the normal shit. And it's like getting warmer and warmer outside. I'm just chilling though. Like mentally it takes a lot. I cleaned up yesterday and I'm going to clean up today. I'm going to mop and sweep and get my shit together. Uh, I'm going to see about how I feel Thursday when I get up. I'm going to see about how I feel. Because I'm, I'm not giving nobody a timetable so they feel better about getting me at work. And and Jess, Jessica is a sweet person and I I care for her. I want, I want us to have a beautiful relationship. But at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer. I don't work when I'm sick. And with me working with food, like I don't give a fuck how you feel. I'm not going to make people sick. I'm not going to put people in jeopardy just so I can show back up to work. Cause then I'm not gonna do shit. I'm not gonna do shit. I'm gonna stay in the office the whole fucking day, and people gonna come up there and be like, "Oh, do you have chicken?" I'm like, "Oh no, I power all blood." And you do the shit to make people think like, "Hmm, or if your powers out, how?" Yeah, motherfucker, I'll be here, but I won't physically be here. I, or I close that bitch up early, depending on how the fuck I feel. But uh. Yeah, so I'm ready for, uh, I don't exactly know what I'm ready for. That shit just came out. But I want to smoke. Like, I want some bud. Just something to help, like, uh, put me in a relaxed state a little bit more. Like, mentally, I'm there, but at times, watching TV is boring. And pouring hub and jacking off ain't working no more. Like, you want some real skins. Like, I want some firehead. And somebody challenged me. It was like, oh, Nigga, I'm going to get you together. And I was like, you dirty bitch. Like, all the freak bitches would come. But you know what this is? Uh, I think it's it's a beautiful storm. Like, I can see the carnage. I can see the shambles and all that shit. Because it's like the shit that happened with me and X-Bay calling it, like, officially, like, bitch, fuck you. Like, I don't want nothing bad to happen to you, but. I want you to get pregnant by an ain't shit nigga and you struggle for at least three years. Guys, honest truth. And then COVID set me down to where work can't even take my mind off of shit. But once again, I was off the I, I was over the shit the third day. Cause I had to be in my feelings. I had to voice it. I had to keep on talking about it for me to get over it. I'm a light skinned nigga on the inside, people. But uh yeah. And it helped. But just imagine if I didn't, or I'd be in this bitch so emotional, crying, going through shit, being very light skinned and all that. So, I'm I'm uh, I'm hitting up the weed person now to see what's up. Uh, but that's really it. I'm cool. And when I I had to explain to Bree, like, yo. Because she kept on asking me every day. Like, Bree's repetitive. But when you're repetitive with an anal person, it kind of makes you think that you don't believe what they're saying. So, Bree will always ask me, like, and, and for everybody, everybody that asked me, like, going through this time, like, how are you? 
I'm always going to say I'm cool. I'm chilling because mentally years, years, years ago, my dad built up my mental. So even when I'm going through a storm, I don't notice it's a storm. I just be like, mm, got to tighten your bootstraps. Like, I don't, I don't be tripping. Like, hence, I was prepared to go to work uh, Saturday. Like, I was getting up. I was going to go there early. The only thing that stopped me was my brother. And he was like, hey, man, take a COVID test. And I was like, man, fuck you. Like, nigga, I ain't got COVID, bitch. I done had COVID before. And he was like, all right, nigga. And that all right, nigga, did something. It was like, hmm. So I didn't know I had it. So even going through all that shit and, and acting a certain type of way and being a certain type of way, uh, halfway house, I didn't know to be scared when I found that person dead uh, until after. The last time I think I could have, like I was scared and I thought I was going to get blue. Uh, when I was like a kid, I was like 14 and a random nigga was like pulled up on me. was like, nigga, you got that for me? And I was like, what? And he was like, that shit, like, you gonna have that shit for me later. And it was like 10 o'clock at night. And a dude in the passenger seat got frustrated and just hopped out and up the gun and cocked that bitch. Like, you heard what he said? And I was like, for sure, I'm gonna have that shit for you later tonight, bro. I got you. He was drunk and high. He didn't know who the fuck I was. I ain't know who the fuck that nigga was. And then here come Jabbar Silly ass coming up. And he was like, man, what the fuck going on? I was like, man, that nigga just put all the gun and all that shit, yada, yada, yada. He was like, nigga, you can't have your hands in your pocket talking to niggas. And I was like, I don't know this nigga. Like, I don't know him. Like, he just started talking to me out of the car. What the fuck was I supposed to do, run? That was the last time I was like, oh, scared. Like, scared for shit. Like, when certain shit go down and all that, I'm more aware than frightened. I I even know how to fight off the moment of, hey, nigga, you probably should leave this shit alone. My mouth be like, sit back, body. I get us. <laughs> and I be like, I don't think you're the nigga in charge, but I'm riding with him. Fuck it. Fuck it. I get his back. And I always tell people, like, I don't know to be scared. I don't know to be frightened. My dad built... My dad built him uh, uh, mentally at times. My dad built a well-oiled machine because I don't I don't know. He always told me, like, when you feel pain, take your mind somewhere else. And I was like, and it works. It works like when I get tattoos and all that shit, I feel the pain, but my mind is somewhere else. And, it, and to me, when shit gets stressful or shit get crazy that shit don't bother me. I just be like, mm, I wonder what we eating tonight. Same shit when I was a fire marshal and I had to actually fight a fire and niggas was in that bitch acting like hoes. Huh, I did my part. Like, I didn't give a fuck about nobody else. I, I did what the fuck I had to do. So, <clears throat> a lot of times niggas don't know how to be scared. And I'm not even going to say growing up in the hood no man it's just some people just don't know it don't know to be like oh shit we scared oh i didn't know that yeah it's just different but covid has uh covid is teaching me to sit down to slow down with shit and to take take better responsibility with shit
uh, yeah, that's what it's taught me. And Boston is teaching me not to have faith in a light-skinned nigga named Jason Tatum. No matter how much he likes Kobe. This nigga's letting me down in a world-class way. And I'm like, uh. And then the, the human side of me was like, nigga, basketball is a hard fucking hustle. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> you shut the fuck up, chicken man. Like, <laughs> nobody coming to your job talking about, oh, shit, you cut the chicken wrong. So, yeah, it's a hard hustle. But, yeah, he's kind of fucking it up for me. And the other light-skinned nigga on the side is just, uh, uh. he's Steph. Steph does what Steph does. Huh, my weed plug is testing me. My bad. Yeah, so I really think that's it. Uh, I have to shake, but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be masked up. I have to go and get something. I'm definitely gonna be masked up. Hell no! Oh, I don't understand niggas. Oh, I don't understand niggas, bro. So this is about Twine. I was, I swear, I, I was just about to get loose, get the fuck out. Twine, my brother, you can't tell me different. I met this nigga like four years ago. So I'm general manager at Everybody Knows. I was told people can't get keys until they're done with training. Fuck you. He's bro. I give him a key. I slide him two keys. Here you go. Don't let nobody know you get these keys. This nigga keep on fucking texting me. Hey, bro, do you think I should tell him that I got the keys? He not even in our district. Why the fuck do you care to tell him that you get these whole ass keys? These keys does not have this much power, bro. They just don't. Like, chill. Keep these bitches tucked and shut the fuck up. He keep on wanting to show them off. Like, hey, 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 look what I got, though. Look what your boy got, though. Stop, bro. Just don't. Just don't, bro. Uh, he keep on texting me about this shit. Like, it's super fucking important for him to tell a nigga he got keys. No. No. Uh. I told him, I was like, bro, you're not supposed to have this. Cause then I'll hear something. And then in my mind, I'll start doing, I'll start treating you like business instead of a brother. I don't understand niggas. Ain't no nigga that never slid me some shit. Like this, how deep it was. Niggas then slid me shit and then told me, don't tell nobody. And then told another nigga and was like, and another nigga was like, yo, I know you got that because dog told me. And I looked at him cleaning his face like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. And the nigga that slid me the shit had to call like, hey, I told him that. Like, give it to him. And I was like, hey, nigga, if you don't say nothing, I ain't giving it to nobody. Because at times I know how to shut the fuck up and keep a secret. Word to the wise I do. Word to my mammy I do. But the shit that killed me just overall about everything is... 
why does it mean so much to you to let a nigga know what me and you didn't agree to? Excuse me. I don't understand niggas with that shit. the fuck i hate niggas uh so the person i'm getting the drugs from has been on a podcast before i really care about her and i had a fire ass crush on her a couple years ago when i first met her not a crush i liked her let me stop trying to cool the story up (laughs) so they don't talk about drugs on the phone like text nothing weed is legal and it's fucking with me because it's like it's legal like why are you being like a drug dealer knowing you're not good at drugs nor dealing so we chopping it up so she she sent a text call and then sent another text while she was calling so it confuses me so i'm like you could have just called so i'm looking at my phone like fuck you you not about to do both. You about to pick one, bitch. Because I'm the only nigga that do that whole shit. And I'm only doing that to feel out if a bitch is freaky or not. If we on FaceTime, I say some slick shit like, oh, we be on FaceTime and, and the titties looking nice. I'll be like, damn, them titties look nice. I suck them bitches. Hmm, let me see what she gonna say. So that's my move. You can't use my move against me on me. So now she's coming up with cold shit that I, she only know. You want the purple bamboo flower, right? Hey, hey, nigga, for you not to want to talk about drugs, you damn sure is talk about drugs. Like, what the fuck is we doing, blood? Like, what the fuck is we doing, blood? Like, come on, man, just talk to me regular. You ain't got to do all this extra shit, man. You don't have to do none of this extra shit. You could just be a regular nigga and we could figure this out. Purple flower, right? No, I'm coming over with COVID to chill. Yes, it's a drug deal. I'm going to have a mask on. Just have that shit, man, and stop fucking playing with me. It's the shit that I be wanting to say and get off my chest. But, you know, when you black, you can't do like you want to. I hate niggas. I hate niggas. I hate niggas, blood. I hate them. I hate them. Hey, I've been listening to Ali Sadiq. Uh, he's pretty funny. If you don't listen to him, uh, check him out. See what's going on. Uh, he came up with Mexican got on boots. And, uh, Aaron Ray communication with a drum fire fire. Definitely. You should listen to it. I just got hit. You tell my energy back because the first podcast was like 17 and then it like went to 20 and now I'm at 35. You can tell my energy's coming back, but I'm not going to force it because if I don't feel right Thursday, I'm closing out on the fucking store and I'm going home. Full pledge buck. Like I'm not, I'm not playing with these people, man. I'm not playing with nobody. Like I'm going to start explaining jobs like, yo, if I'm sick, I'm not working. Like I'm going to be in a corner somewhere. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can run this bitch like a, like whatever. Y'all can run this bitch like a, a, a fucking untrained, un-fucking, un-something dojo. I don't give a fuck. But yeah. So, uh, this is more about nothing. Uh, each day is a attempt to be better, COVID or not. Uh, 
I think you should incorporate into your life. Hey, when you meet people, don't you like don't you get comfortable talking to people like every day? Is that hard to to talk to people every day? Cuz from what I hear, niggas be going ghost. I only go ghost on my friends who I already did that to 30,000 times. Like not did the ghost shit to did the shit like we talked every day. Like I remember like me and Juice talked every day for like damn near a year. Every day. Like, yo, what up, nigga? Like, I could do that. That's not difficult for me to talk to somebody every day. I know how to entertain myself and I'm entertaining. Uh, this is more about nothing. I keep on fucking hitting myself in the face with the mic. I, oh, one thing about COVID, and this is the last fucking straw. I don't have a lot of energy. So that's, I know it's real. I, I don't have a lot of energy. That's it. And I want a Detroit hat for my birthday. If anybody listening, a snapback old English Detroit hat with the regular size D, not the big, stupid, uh, absurd D, the regular size D. I'll love you forever for it. I'm simple. You don't, you don't got to Gucci me unless I Gucci you. This is more about nothing. Thank you for listening.